0: Friday, everyone. Welcome to the Viking Voice.
1: Hi, everyone. Happy Friday.
0: So we have some developments today. We had a press conference and the official announcement came from Michigan's governor, Governor Whitmer, that schools will be closed, school buildings will be closed for the remainder of the school year.
1: Yeah, I think everybody at this point is probably up to speed on that. The question now is, what do we do?
0: Right. So first of all, there is going to be a significant amount of time, I would say, probably about a week minimum before we actually have a plan in place. I know there's lots of students out there wondering, well, what does that mean for me? Am I going to be learning everything all online? Um, Am I going to be moving forward in the curriculum? What does that look like for us? And I just want students, I want you to know that those plans are in the works. I know this unknown, this limbo time, just waiting to hear can be stressful and frustrating, but those plans are in the works and we are meeting, we met as a staff today. We're gonna continue to meet as staff to talk about what that looks like for you. And we are gonna let you know as soon as we know what the plan is.
1: The thing that we need to do over the next two weeks is make sure that all the teachers are on the same page, that we are sending out information to you and and, and teaching lessons that will uh, be effective.
0: We know that you are probably feeling a little bit nervous and a little bit anxious about possibly diving into learning again after we've had A few weeks hiatus and frankly teachers are a little nervous and anxious about that too we've never done this before and because of that we just need some time we need some time to collaborate and help each other out we know we can tell you one thing the only thing that we do know for sure is that we will be starting Whatever this plan is that we come up with for your learning, that learning is going to start on Monday, April 20th.
1: So that gives us a couple of weeks. Uh, Spring break was scheduled for next week. So enjoy your spring break. Go through your house. Pretend that you're on spring break. Put on some shorts and have a great old time. The teachers are going to be really working hard to prepare and get everything ready to go so that on the 20th, we can start an effective plan. Uh, for all the students, regardless of if you've got internet or if you don't. You know, this is going to be an evolving situation. We want to make sure, first and foremost, above and beyond teaching you history and math and science and English and all of those subjects that you feel safe and that you're taken care of and that you know you have somebody to talk to, and, and that's us. We're here for you if you need us.
0: Absolutely. You can email us, of course. You can always message or leave us a comment on, our, on Instagram. And you can always call in and leave us a voice message, too.
1: And Mrs. Weibel, I have a brand new phone number. I just got a new phone number today. Thank you, Google, uh, that students can call uh, at any time. If you're struggling, you want to talk through some things. When we get further down the road and we start doing classwork, if you have questions regarding that, uh, my new phone number is area code 616-528-0675. So feel free to uh, call. I'll answer. If I don't answer, leave me a voicemail, and I will call you back.
0: Please call during reasonable hours.
1: <laughs> well, my reasonable hours, that brings up a good point, my reasonable hours lately have uh, extended. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm having a hard time getting to sleep at night.
0: I am too. Absolutely.
1: I don't have a problem waking up because usually Beck does a cannonball on top of me at about <laughs> 7, 7.30, somewhere in there. But going to bed lately has just been a real challenge. I
0: think part of that, too, is our season that we're in. We're starting to get more and more daylight. We're recording this on Thursday night, and today was such a beautiful day. I think tomorrow is going to be a nice day, too, Friday, um, the day that you guys hear this. I think part of it is just it's lighter later. And so I don't feel like it's as late as it is. And so I'm starting to stay up later too. Mm -hmm. I also, full disclosure, I turned my alarm off. I haven't set an alarm at all this week. Mm -hmm. Um, I got halfway through last week and I'm like, this alarm is pointless. I'm not getting up when it goes off anyway. And so I stopped waking myself up to an alarm. And again, I don't really need one. I have a five-year-old who climbs into bed with me. Sometimes he falls back to sleep. Next Ooh. to me in bed, but
1: oh that sounds awful. for
0: the most part, it's lots of loud whispering <laughs> demands <laughs> demands for breakfast and things like that, but
1: I get a cannonball and then uh within five like he'll snuggle with me for a couple of minutes, but then it's immediately can I watch pJ masks? oh yeah, can I get cereal
0: mm-hmm. so, yeah, well, I think another thing that we should just mention is that normally when we come together to record our podcast, we have a little list of things in front of us to talk about and we jump right in. And I have to tell you, this is, this, this was a struggle tonight. And I think, I think it's worth acknowledging that because I think there's a lot to grieve when you hear that the school year is going to be different for the remainder of the year. And I think that we're feeling that and that's okay.
1: Yeah, I, I I'm feeling it in in a lot of different ways. Eighth graders, uh, obviously, what a strange last day of school we had. I did take some pictures and some videos, but it was just really strange. For me personally, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna open it up here. The seniors, right now, that was the first group that I taught at Hopkins. And any seniors, if you're listening right now, I've I've been thinking about you guys the last couple of days and was really looking forward to celebrating the end of the school year in the proper way, you know, going to graduation parties and and all of that. And we're all feeling for you. Uh, Mr. Ballard sent out a message on Facebook and a couple other places that I think uh, really hit home. And, you know, you're not alone in this. Uh, You will not be forgotten. Uh, If anything, you're going to be remembered uh, more than most.
0: It's a loss and everybody's feeling their own losses right now. And it's, It's a loss of little things like just walking in tired to your advisory class, put your head down and not waking up for the first 10 minutes, right? (laughs) And there's just like little things that are your everyday normal that it's okay to lose and, and feel sad about losing. But then there's big things too. There's big things like your spring break trip that you were really looking forward to. There's big things like eighth grade graduation field trips. There's a lot that everybody is feeling collectively. And I think if we didn't acknowledge that, I think it, it, it's uncomfortable. People are feeling disheartened and sad, and I'm sorry. And I want you to know that it's okay for you to feel that way. You can feel sad over those things and nervous. But at the end of the day, I promise this is temporary. I promise things are going to come back that are good. There are going to be silver linings to this. And at some point you'll be complaining about your schoolwork again. I know it will happen. (laughs) You will be complaining about your alarm getting you up. And you're going to be so happy to complain about those things. It will return to normal eventually.
1: Yes, it will. I it well. I look forward to those challenges.
0: I think we'll we'll have more clarity in the coming weeks. We will keep you informed as best we can. And it's time to talk about silly stuff.
1: Yeah. I think we need to get back to it. You know, I, I think if you're listening to this podcast, you can tell that Mrs. Weibel and I have had a had a long day, a busy day. A really, really stressful day, if I'm being totally honest with you. My feet are colder than they've ever been, and I've got my new slippers on. <laughs> and I,
0: Which you posted to Instagram. I hope everybody saw the picture of Mr. Scudder's slippers.
1: I did, and I started to do research because I've never had cold hands and feet before. This is oh. a, this is brand new, so I'm I'm kind of like, what is going on here? Is this is this one of the hidden symptoms of COVID nineteen that they haven't exposed? You know, I know you can't smell anything or taste anything. Maybe it's cold feet and hands. So, yeah. you know, I'm freaking out. But I started reading a bit about it, and um, stress and anxiety can cause cold hands and cold feet. It's uh, what is it vasodilation or vas- vasoconstriction? Yeah, um, And, and I, I truly believe it's mental and that this is just, you know, one of the one of the symptoms of, of long term anxiety. And, and we all need to admit when we're, we're struggling a little bit, I think, through this time. So the one of the good news is that I was thinking about this the last couple of days, Mrs. Weibel, you know, as glued as we've been to our phones over the last you know couple of years, especially, I feel like in some way that's prepared us for, you know, this moment. So, you know, we do have to embrace technology to to stay in touch with other people. But I also want to warn people that um, don't don't get too attached to it. You have to be able to set that thing down um, and and just uh, be in the moment wherever you are, whatever you're doing, don't get don't get too wrapped up in it because it really can cause stress and anxiety. And honestly, that's where a lot of my stress and anxiety is coming from is from Twitter, in reading, you know, details about what's happening.
0: I did something very relaxing this evening. Did you? You're going to laugh. Okay.
1: Um, Wait, can I guess?
0: Sure, go for it. I tried out something new.
1: Something new. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, did you have chamomile tea involved?
0: I did not. I did not have a beverage at all.
1: Hmm, okay. I well,
0: used a new tool. And I was outside.
1: A new tool, and you're outside, and you are acting like you're an 82-year-old woman lately. So, let's see. What would an 82-year-old <laughs> woman do outside? Hmm. Did you have your arch supports in?
0: Of course. I can't <laughs> go anywhere. I have to wear them. I have plantar fasciitis.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Did you play Scrabble with yourself? or?
0: Now this is going to sound really old, lady, now that you mentioned it. First of all, I cleaned out my garden beds. That's what I did. But Mm -hmm. that does sound a little old lady. But actually, the way I did it is what was very relaxing. For the first time ever, I used a lawn vacuum.
1: Oh, really?
0: Yes. It's the most amazing tool. It sucks up the leaves, just Mm -hmm. like a vacuum cleaner. And it grinds them up and mulches them and puts them in a little bag. Now, there are probably a lot of people out there going like, yeah, no no kidding, Mrs. Weibel. What, this is the first time you've ever heard of this. No, but it is the first time I've ever used one. And there was nothing more relaxing and satisfying than vacuuming up oak leaves in my garden bed. Just mm. so you know.
1: Uh, I'm totally with you on this one. I actually do have a lawn vacuum. But. Uh, I am not a patient person and what I did with my lawn vacuum is s- try to suck up wet leaves and it would clog about every 10 seconds and then I would mm-hmm. have to unplug it put my hand in there get the wet leaves out and then continue on but it if you do take your time I can see where it'd be relaxing
0: Yes your version does not sound as stress relieving as mine does
1: No no not at all but I will I will tell you that um power washing has been um, Mm. it's something that that I truly enjoy there's something about taking old moldy deck and and just getting that off and seeing a clean deck so I did do that and that was probably one of the most relaxed relaxing hours I've had so I'm with you on this
0: I kind of want to hear like what are the weirdest most relaxing things that you do to relieve stress out there like what What are, for me, like, yeah, vacuuming leaves is like such an obscure thing, but it's so monotonous and you feel so like, oh, the garden bed's all clean after. And it really, I felt so good when I was done. What are some other ones? Like a lot of people, it's like cleaning their kitchen counter. Like that's really relaxing to them or just cleaning in general. I think vacuuming is a pretty relaxing thing to do.
1: All right. I'm going to be super vulnerable right now. OK, I'm, All right, I'm gonna let's hear it. my inner Brene Brown on this. And I'm being totally honest and people are going to think I am crazy. You know, one thing that actually relaxes me. I can't believe I'm admitting this to the 31 listeners that we have. And you Yeah,
0: 15 probably 15. But go on
1: 15 students or whoever's listening. <laughs> I my, so my son Beck has an addiction to popcorn. I'm telling you, this kid eats popcorn every other day. One of the relaxing things in my life is when we sit down, before we go to bed, we usually watch, you know, one silly show or something, and he just mouths on popcorn. And if I just stop and listen to him eat popcorn, it relaxes me.
0: The crunching sound? Yes. Aww. That's
1: really weird, isn't it?
0: I get it. Like, yeah, there is like this kind of rhythmic crunching to popcorn.
1: Yeah, and it has to be something crunchy like like popcorn or something like that. Uh, but um other people eating food is not I I don't enjoy. I don't enjoy slurping of of soup or or anything hot, but but the popcorn eating from back really relaxes me. Oh. Yes,
0: my husband was voted loudest chewer in his family, just so you know.
1: <laughs> really?
0: Yes. And his <laughs> brother Can't stand it. He just cannot stand to sit at the same table and eat with my husband. He just was like, stop chewing. Will you stop chewing so loud? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. The other thing that's super relaxing to me, and I've talked about this before, actually, is building Lego sets. Mm -hmm. Not building with Legos, per se. I'm not necessarily a build from scratch kind of person. But give me, I just love looking at the diagram and finding the pieces and following the directions from start to finish. That process is so relaxing to me. I could spend hours upon hours in the day building Lego sets. Like my dream would be give me the most ridiculous Lego set ever you want me to build and instructions and I will spend a week building it.
1: I totally get it. I totally get it. Jess totally gets it too because she she gets down there with the boys more than I do and she's she's built some pretty amazing things. Now how what is like the age range? I mean, I know Evan's eight now, eight and five, right?
0: Well, yes, he'll be eight in September. He's seven and a half, yeah.
1: Seven and a half. Okay. And, what what is like the age age uh you know the numbers on the Lego box? Like what is the number um, that you guys usually do?
0: I think usually it's anywhere up to 12, like six, anywhere from six to 12. Okay. So like we have some pretty big, you know, Harry Potter sets that I've built. Okay. And that is just, it's heaven to me Mm
1: -hmm. to put
0: together the Harry Potter clock tower. I don't know how many pieces, whatever. I would, I could take a thousand piece Lego set and build it and just be perfectly happy.
1: You should, uh, you should post one. You should, you should make a make a big one and then post it to Instagram so oh. the kids can see.
0: I should. I could post a picture to Instagram of my of all my little Harry Potter ones that I put together. My children screw them up afterwards, which just grinds my gears. But yep, the time putting it together is really special.
1: <laughs> How is Treehouse Comics coming?
0: Actually, um, Evan just made a new comic tonight. Oh, shoot. I don't have the cover with me. It's something about Captain Underpants and somebody. There's a haunted house. I don't know. He makes, up, he makes up the comic book story, and he always starts with the cover first. He doesn't write a single thing. He has the cover. He designs the cover. He comes up with the title. He colors that. And then he dives into the actual comic book. Hey. Genius. This reminds me. Dave Pilkey who is the writer of the captain underpants and dogman books on fridays through scholastic he's teaming up with the library of Congress and scholastic and he's doing little like workshops with kids on illustration and writing and his comic book stuff anyway so you should check it out
1: yeah for sure my kids would be right all in on that
0: yeah so Evan is like a huge fan he's got the dogman books that's like our thing right now he's He's a Captain Underpants fan.
1: You made me think about that his process is not unique. There, there's a lot of very famous stories where, well, especially like movies, where they will set the title of the movie and then write the movie. So let me give you an example. And I got to tie into this one, The Karate Kid. So that Ooh. title, if you think about it, just makes sense. You're like, The Karate Kid. Oh, a kid that does karate. And then the story is written after that. Um there's there's quite a few examples of that. So I think that's a really smart thing that Evan does. But I w- I listened today to a podcast. There's a cool one called The Rewatchables. And if hmm. you listen to The Rewatchables, they they dissect uh classic movies. And the one I listened to this morning when I was getting ready was The Karate Kid. And it's unbelievable. They they just break down and they tell you the behind the scenes who was supposed to maybe play this part Uh, If you're into movies, check that out. But it, yeah, your story about Evan writing the title first made me think of that. The rewatchables. That's a good one.
0: Do you know what karate means?
1: Um, Yeah, of course. It is the act of moving your hands and legs in a furious manner. No, that's not right.
0: It is not. Oh, okay. Karate, I think it's actually pronounced like. Karate, I don't know, something like that. Anyway, the translation of that is empty hands.
1: Oh. Mm.
0: And karaoke, which is actually.
1: The act of ke- singing out loud.
0: Karaoke. Ooh. Karaoke, its translation is empty orchestra. So karate and karaoke, empty hands, empty orchestra. There's your fun fact for the night.
1: Wow I'm just blown away sometimes do you feel our,
0: do you feel smarter now
1: it's sometimes I'm overwhelmed with you know your enlightenment during this podcast I, I my
0: useless facts
1: yeah you must be good at jeopardy you've been watching Jeopardy lately
0: I have to tell you I have really not been watching TV really I don't know what's happened to me. I think I just mostly wander my house. my day is spent organizing learning for both of my children.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: So my whole day is consumed with either learning activities that I'm doing, you know, Evan's Evan is in first grade. And so he gets assignments every day. We've talked about that.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: Patrick is going to be in kindergarten in the fall. And I really want him to be ready to read. He's so I'm working with him on site reading and uh, like sight words and stuff. It's between that and giving them outdoor like exercise time and spending time outside, kicking the ball around or riding our bikes or, you know. And so my husband, who's working out of the basement like a cave dweller, (laughs) he never sees, he never sees the light of day. I will send Evan down there to work on some assignments quietly Patrick is not allowed in the basement at all because he's just, he's like the Tasmanian devil and everywhere he goes, it's just chaos. So he's not allowed down in the basement. My whole day is spent just like entertaining and organizing and teaching. And my husband is, he ends up working like 10 hour days. So he doesn't come up until, you know, five o'clock in the evening. And by then it's dinner and we get kids to bed. And then we want to spend time with friends. You know, we either were facetiming with our friends or our family and trying to have that social connection or I'm podcasting and so by the time that's done we go to bed I have not watched a single tv show hardly in the last month
1: that, I'm proud of you that's that's pretty amazing by the way I just want to point out you did call your husband Dan a loud, a loud eating cave dweller during this podcast I just gotta I point did. that out
0: well, now you all feel a little bit closer to him. That's what he that's exactly who he is.
1: <laughs> he's a legend.
0: He's a legend. If the myth you all only knew. legend. Yeah.
1: Well, that's that's good that you haven't been able to watch shows. You know, the first week or two, I was not able to hold my concentration on anything other than the news, just because it was like always there. So I would try to watch shows but I would just lose focus. Um I have been able to get into a couple shows. Um but uh, that's really great that you're you're not spending all your time just in front of a screen.
0: I don't know if anybody else is going through this, but if I do have the time to sit down, I can't pick what I want to watch. Like, I'll go on Netflix.
1: Oh, oh my gosh. Yes. And I will
0: spend 10 minutes straight going through all the different options. Well, I don't really feel like this. Or, gosh, maybe I know that's going to be too long. I don't want to sit here for two hours. I just can't. I, I'm having a hard time. Picking something. Yes. So I always default now to the same thing,
1: it, it, which is
0: it is a show called Good Bones.
1: Hmm.
0: Have you heard of it?
1: Hmm. Clearly not. No, I haven't. Okay. I'm looking it up right now.
0: Okay. Good Bones is a home. In, it's like a. It's like an HGTV kind of show.
1: Oh yeah. And
0: it's this mother daughter team, and they purchase these super decrepit falling apart houses and they completely redo them and then sell them. All of the houses that they do are in neighborhoods around Indianapolis. They're helping kind of revitalize the city one block at a time. And they're awesome, amazing women who are, are creating these awesome houses and fixing up neighborhoods. And I love it. I don't have to really think much it's entertaining, and so that's what I pretty much default to.
1: Yeah, Karen's legal background and Mina's real estate knowledge really helped them secure diamonds in the rough when it comes to uh, picking out new houses. So, yeah, I'm with you.
0: Wow, that that was such an accurate description. I don't know how you ever came up with that. <laughs>
1: yeah, right. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you with things that that are kind of mindless. I've stumbled on this game, and I'm and I'm sad to admit this. I can't believe I'm I'm burying my uh, my love of listening to Beck chew popcorn and then me playing this silly video game but there's this game that's just totally mindless called golf blitz that i am just hooked on and if i just need to escape it's really escapism if i just need to escape and just not think about anything i've been playing this golf blitz game uh, which i'm sure some students are on and they've been kicking my butt on but I, what I'm is it it's so it's a it's a, it's a golf game but there's a lot of different strategies involved. You got like four different golf balls that you can hit, one that goes really far, one that goes really fast. You're playing against three other competitors, which are also online all around the world. So it's basically a, a maze. You're hitting a golf ball through a maze and you're trying to get to the hole, get it in the hole as fast as you can.
0: Hmm.
1: So it's, it's pretty intense, but it's pretty mindless. Yes, even adults do mindless things.
0: Yeah. You know what? That brings me to another stress reliever. Mm-hmm. The driving range. I love to go to a driving range. I hate playing golf. I don't want to play golf. I just want to go to the driving range. I love to go to the driving range.
1: You just want to whack the ball. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, on you know, the fifth or sixth time, it takes a few swings before I hit it. But it's still enjoyable to me.
1: Are golf courses still open? So they were as of last week. I'm wondering if they're going to be open still. I don't know. With the stay at home order. I, I'm not sure if they. If, I would say
0: they're pretty non-essential. So if you are a golf course and you are open, I'm questioning your, um, your morals right now. <laughs> <laughs> wait, just saying
1: wait what i don't understand what do you
0: ethically, mean ethically ethically if you are a golf course i think you should probably say yeah i'm not really essential i think that needs to close if you are open and you're a golf course you should probably close
1: you, hold on a second but you know you're out in open spaces i don't get me started on the real estate with with golf courses but if they're open and you can practice physical distancing why would why would golfing be bad
0: person sitting at the desk who's got to like check everybody in and i don't know I, that's not really fair
1: well that's a good point they
0: yeah. shouldn't have to be exposed to all of these individuals coming in and out of that so that you can go play a of golf
1: well all of this argument is moot because golf courses uh will have to close under michigan's stay-at-home order and this was seven days ago so they oh. are closed so oh
0: good See, I didn't have to lecture any hypothetical golf courses after all.
1: Well, I struggle with this because um I think you know, staying physical and and moving around is 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 obviously important to our bodies, but also important to our minds and. Well, you could around.
0: probably, I mean, could you, couldn't you just walk a golf course?
1: Yeah. Well, that's what I was getting at. I wasn't talking. I mean, about like parks cart.
0: are open. So you could still go to the park and walk around or ride your bike or whatever.
1: Well, not all parks are open because of the the playground, the playground equipment.
0: You know what's interesting, though? Not a single one that I know of. Well, I guess I should I should rephrase it. There are two playgrounds by my house. and Mm -hmm. Neither one has the playground equipment like roped off or anything. Really? I mean, we don't let our kids play on it just because that's really not good. hygienic practice right now but we still go to the park we still go walk or ride or bike or whatever
1: yeah you just don't let them go down the slides and
0: my kids know like you can't play on the playground equipment that's not allowed right now right and everyone says every day how much this sucks i hear it every day
1: Mm -hmm. Why can't
0: you know i want to play with the neighbors no you can't play you know you can't play with other kids right now that's not allowed yeah. Well, this is terrible. I hate this. and I know. I get it. Everybody hates it. I'm sorry. It is what it is. Yep. And it's nobody's fault. So, by the way, we were talking about um, some of my old lady traits. <laughs> and we got a message from a lovely student, Kate Steffes. She called and left a voicemail. And I'd like you to hear what she has to say.
1: Hey, um, it's Kate. It's been, um, I've been very bored, but it's been nice to hear your guys' voice, and I can't wait to go back to school, which I've never thought I'd ever say that, but I miss my friends, and I miss just, like, having a routine, I guess, I don't know, Um, although it's been really nice sleeping in. Uh, Miss Bible, you talked about your crocheting, and... um, if it makes you feel any better, I used to crochet. I used to go to these crocheting classes with a uh, couple of my cousins and my neighbors and my mom. My mom still crochets. So, yeah, if that makes you feel any better. Um, it's been really nice, uh, you know, listening to you and stuff. And hope to see you soon.
0: So, well, thank you, Kate. Thank you for validating some of my hobbies. My craftiness and my talent, might I say. Thank you so much for validating and normalizing that. I love to hear what everybody else is doing. And I'm sure you make some lovely items.
1: Mrs. Weibel, you are not normal, and that's why we all like you so much.
0: (laughs) I have, let's see. I have knit or crocheted slippers, Mr. Scudder.
1: That could have come in handy, you know, like before i had to spend 19.99 on these slippers that would have been nice if you made me some well oh, if you uh. hadn't
0: made fun of me and you would have told me sooner i could have made you some slippers fun fact one year i knit mr orm who was your predecessor
1: well okay now this is just like throwing salt right on the wound right now
0: i knit him a winter hat that is true he wanted a hat with flaps uh it was quite it was i think it was a little too small for him honestly <laughs> when I, when I got finished with it, I don't think it really fit, but I did, I knit that. I can knit hats. I can knit like hand, like sleeves, like the hand warmer sleeves. And you know,
1: Mrs. I gotta say, I've been complaining about cold hands and feet for over a I week. Know. Now, and now I hear that the previous history teacher was given a warm hat. Uh, I'm a man without hair to keep my head warm. I've been complaining about hands and feet being freezing and turning white and, and I have not been offered even one of these beautiful you know
0: well you uh, before, well, before you call them beautiful I just want to point out that you have not seen any of my handiwork but sure we'll call them beautiful oh. yeah
1: well well I'm not going to see anybody for quite a True. while so yeah. yeah I
0: could I could <laughs> mail something to you mm-hmm. yeah all right Mr. Scudder do we have any birthdays this week
1: We sure do. We have one birthday this week. Colton Kennedy, happy birthday, Michael.
0: Happy birthday, Colton. Happy birthday! Well, students, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your voices. We'd love to hear what topics do you want us to discuss. Also, we are in the process of considering some mystery guests that we might like to have on the show. A few people sent me some suggestions last week. I just want you to know I did not forget. And we will be back on Tuesday, maybe with an update, maybe not, maybe just some shenanigans, whatever comes up.
1: It's spring break. Maybe we'll have some fun stuff to talk
0: about. Woo! Yeah, we could pretend we're, we're podcasting from the beach. I could add, like, some ocean waves in the background. I like it. Anyway, we hope you have a wonderful weekend. I think we're gonna have some decent weather, hopefully. So get out there, get some fresh air, and just relax. Just relax and enjoy the time.
1: Uh, make the best of it. Uh, embrace, embrace it.
0: How about we all just set down our worry for the weekend? Can we do that?
1: I, I, I'm with you. Let's do it. Let's
0: just take a weekend off from the worrying and just go out there. Don't, no social media. Don't watch any news. Just take a break from it all and enjoy your weekend.
1: Let's all just sit down with our big box of yarn and all of just our needles. Just yourself and some
0: re- slippers and call it good, my friends.
1: There you go. Everybody have a great weekend.
0: <laughs> all right, we'll see you next week.